This is the 1010 podcast with me, your host, Sanchez Payne, in association with UTM Studios. We are back again. This podcast, as you know, is created entirely by our guests. Who do we have today? Tell the people about yourself. My name is Dre from Leeds, 25 years old. <laughs> 25 years young, sorry. Um, yeah, man, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got an events company based in Leeds on a members-only basis called Novell VIP. I'm also an entrepreneur in the e-commerce space. I also do day trading, cryptocurrency, you name it. Just a man of many talents. <laughs> Are you a man of talents when it comes to shuffling? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, I can't lie. I haven't played poker in a minute. <laughs> but yeah. How how are you feeling about your shuffle, Jay? This is your podcast. Out of ten, I'd say a good three. Okay, that's a good thing. I'm gonna take that. Ten, ten. We're gonna get people's shuffle out of ten. Yeah, so questions yeah. now done by you. How are you feeling about how this is gonna go? I'm nervous. Sunny's <laughs> gonna put me on the spot. I can't lie. But yeah, cool. You want me to pick from the top part? No, no, no. This is all me. As long as you are you happy with your shuffle? Right, one more time. <laughs> we'll do. Gonna change just that one last time. One last time. I used, to, I used to work in the casino, so yeah. I forgot I did the trade. <laughs> but yeah, cool. There we go. Oh, he's still getting slick with it. That's a five out of ten. Yeah, that's gone up now. Yeah, man, up. yeah, man, yeah, man. Let's do this. Number one. What is your thoughts on cancel culture? So, you know, it's a, it's a big thing nowadays. Yeah, can't lie. Obviously, we live in a, a social media era where everything's just on the internet everything's out there you have to be you have to be very you have to be very cautious with what you post on social media in terms of relating to political topics financial topics social welfare um i reckon cancel culture only exists only when you get to a certain level of clout or a certain level of following i believe loads of people can post and write anything they want there's people that write a lot of explicit stuff about certain topics and they don't get cal- they don't get cancelled because not many people take them in as a mm-hmm. social figure but i feel like when it comes to public figures that i've got a big following it really depends on what you post and if it's in the guidelines of the social media so it's a techie subject but as long as you are strategic with social media and you know how to work it you and you don't post what you know will get you cancelled, mm-hmm. depending on what your goal is with social media, then it's one of them ones you have to have the right balance. Yeah. It's tough for me. I, I really don't like cancel culture. I would love to bring back the days of communication. Let's have a conversation. We can agree to disagree. Or when given new information, you're allowed to change your views and perspective. It's given, you know, irrefutable information. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with cancel culture, it's an easy scapegoat because you, you're offended. And I think just because you're offended doesn't mean what they're saying isn't right or doesn't mean it's not valid. And if you're offended, maybe that's just on you. Not all the time, but I also think like, you know, if we're in a world where you, you're scared to say what you say or what you truly believe in because the whole mob of people who, well, you know, today's newspapers, tomorrow's fish paper, they'll get someone cancelled and next day move on and that person's life's ruined. Bring back honest conversation, harsh truths, things you might not want to hear, but we can shake hands and be cool at the end of it. That's what I want to do. Yeah, of course. Same time, I do think like the cancel culture itself, it could be a group of woke people mm. that will pretend like... I hate that people have taken yeah. that term from that. Yeah, the woke people that 
they feel that they're entitled yeah. to i mean everyone's entitled to their opinion at the same time but to actually put down a person that's making a statement that's true yeah. and that's um in comparison to people that are scared to put out something on social media it's not really fair on the person so i feel like if you are a sensitive person you can directly message like you said communication mm-hmm. so the person that you find whose posts you find offensive or anything like that i feel like you should have that communication and talk with them directly rather than putting it out on social media separately because it's like you're trying to gain attention out of something that you've seen that they've done wrong i also feel like there's there's, there's overtly things that are just wrong and horrible but when it comes to people's opinions, if I followed someone and they did a post that I didn't agree with or, you know, but not necessarily wrong, but I just maybe wrong in my opinion, I just unfollow them. The fact that people will follow and then will reply and they'll type and go, bro, this, this is how you mm-hmm. made me feel. Mm-hmm. Then, bro, the unfollow, the unfollow button's there. I feel that like would be a much easier world if people actually just realise that their own anger and their entitlement doesn't manifest in the rest of the world. No, of course. I feel like it's a thing where it's social media it's not real it's yeah. on your phone it's if you're allowing your energy to have this effect from a post then you really need app. to from an app crazy, from an app that's not real that's <laughs> we live in a metaverse do you know oh, what i mean no, that's a whole new podcast right there that's a whole new one going straight in number two how well would you get along with someone exactly like you your characteristics, not necessarily a twin, but doppelganger, yeah. someone that had your mindset, how well would you get on with them? It's funny you say that because I feel like my younger brother, he's very much like me. Our birthdays are three days apart and it's one of them things where I see the younger version of myself in him mm. and I feel like if if I was to call him my twin, it's hard because now I see like the people that have opinions on what I do right and wrong, I might not see it because I'm me, yeah. but when I see it in my younger siblings <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. hold on I, i'm sure i did this but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's triggering me but at the same time i can't give that same reaction because i've received feedback from other people mm-hmm. that this is what you've done wrong or this this and that so i'm like okay i have to be the adult and i have to be like all right it's hard to get along with you but i'll tolerate you because i know you're you're mimicking what i'm doing yeah, yeah, yeah. so really and truly it's kind of a a feedback thing where you know or if their behavior is reflecting on another person if your behavior is reflecting on another person because of your influence and you, you're seeing that it's wrong in your eyes but it's kind of like a step forward for you to actually improve mm. on your own behavior so i feel like i would get along well with someone exactly like me but at the same time i'm a considerate person yeah i can understand why I act the way I act, mm-hmm. and if it's reflected in other people, if my behavior is reflected in another person, then I see what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right, and I'll take on the feedback, and I feel like from there, and improve. So, so I feel like it would be I can't I can't get along. Yeah, you get along because you'd be understanding. Yeah, understanding. More or less understanding. Listen, I I I feel the same way actually. Like that, mm. like, I feel like I am quite opinionated. I do, you know, hold a lot of things in, in high regard when it comes to being knowledgeable and having conversations and stuff. And I like to think, even if I disagreed with someone who is that like me, we'd have the ability to overcome it because we've both got the same mindset of, well, mm. let's talk it out. And then let's talk it out. And if someone told me something and then they had, again, irrefutable fact, I'm quick to go, oh, I hear it. You're right. No problem. Whereas a lot of people don't. They want to yeah. keep going. So if someone... It, 
was just like me and then they were right one time, I'd be like, okay, you've proved it. Oh, say less. Mm-hmm. And say in the other way. So I think I'd get, I'd get on with me, I think. There is perspective and there's perception. So perspective is you taking yourself out of your own shoes, putting yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. and understanding how they think. Perception is more what you see from your own standpoint. Yeah. So if you go through life through perception, then it's going to be very difficult yeah. for you and challenging. So I really try to look at things from a perspective perspective side and perception but perspective more or less because there's eight billion of us so do you know what i mean you have yeah. to understand other human beings and you could be in the same building have different views there you go yeah two questions in how you feeling nerves gone a bit yet or what the heart's pumping <laughs> i can't lie oh Dre, you win a lifetime award for being you yeah who do you thank and why This is going to sound so selfish, but I think I'll thank myself. <laughs> I'll be so real because it's... You're, be... on the, you're on the podium. Yeah. Said, Dre, here's your lifetime award for being the man that you are. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, it's it's me. So it might sound self-centered, but at the same time, this is my journey. So really and truly, the main life decisions that I'm making are mm-hmm. for myself. And it's good to get advice. And I feel like yeah your parents do give you advice but your parents are old school so i'd thank my parents mm-hmm. on my behalf for my upbringing to an extent mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm the one that got myself to this journey mm-hmm. it's my skills my confidence mm-hmm. the ambition that would get me through this tough journey so really and truly i'd thank myself but at the same time it's not a thing where i'll be like oh it's just me it's just me i'll bless everyone that's been part of my journey mm-hmm. around me so it's, it's more you'd be proud of yourself yeah, yeah yeah more or less but i wouldn't say like i'm the best i'm the, I'm the best i'm this and it's that no i'll be humble with it but at the same I've time hard, yeah i've applied myself all that kind of stuff i've overcome the hardships yeah, yeah. i've overdone this and that but it's like that lifetime award it, for me it's just going to be like what's next because i'm not really a complacent person so okay. i'll be like like I need to go on to the next thing. Like life doesn't just stop there. So the thanks itself will be short and sweet because it's like right, okay. Yeah, I need to, to crack anyway. on next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I need to crack on next. I can't be um, <laughs> I can't be in the cave getting meat fed to me every day. I have to go out and hunt. Do you know what I mean? That okay, kind of concept. That, that might have to be a t-shirt. So that was that was a plan <laughs> right there. Oh, what are your top three meals? So it could be like cuisine. All right, meals. Top three meals. You have to eat them. I think my top three, so it has to be pad thai with prawns and octopus. Yeah. Then curry goat, rice and peas. Nice. And the third one, you know what? I like a risotto and chicken. Okay. Yeah. Pad thai, curry goat, risotto. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk a little bit about about the pad thai because you're someone who's very international. You've been traveling Mm. recently. I'm guessing, is that a reason why... No, I've, I've been into Thai food from young. I've always ate it. I've always, from young, my parents used to take me to Thai food spots. Like, um, mm-hmm. there's Chow Fryer, there's Zap. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always ate in them spots. I liked, I like Thai food from young. It's just one of them tastes that I just like. And then I've been to Thailand recently, and I've got more of a traditional taste for their food. So it did differentiate. It's different as well over there. It, it does differentiate a bit, yeah. Like, the way they cook it here is different to there. It's more on the street out in the blue right in front of you and i feel like the time that we wait for the food here in restaurants they'll do that in two minutes and it'll taste better in front it's of you super fresh super fresh well, actually and it's super cheap so top three meals yeah you have to keep one yeah 
They can have as much as you want. Limit one and delete one. Pad Thai, uh. curry cut, risotto and chicken. I'll delete the risotto. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah so you can yeah, never yeah. have risotto and no, chicken no, again. No. Okay. <laughs> so one of them you can have unlimited and the other one you have to have. All right. I'll limit, often. I'll li- I'll limit the curry goat rice and peas. Yeah, yeah, that's but, a, a yeah. once in a while thing. It's tough, but it's going to have to do, yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then, yeah, I'll have pad thai for life. It's stressing me. Like, oh, I know, I know. I'm sick of the curry goat. <laughs> and then what's the pad thai, but the one that, yeah, I can't every not day. have that. Yeah, could, could you just have it every day? Every day, bro. Say less. I'd never get bored of it, I swear to Okay. Good stuff. Dre, in what ways would you say that you are privileged? Um, well, if we look at it, we live on the western side of society. We live in... The UK might look like it's underprivileged, but we've got a healthcare system. We've got the benefit system. I'm not saying I claim benefits. I'm a working man. But um, I'm privileged that I live in a nuclear family. Like, my parents are together. Uh, under one household so I've lived in that kind of sense of a group belonging somewhere Um, I've been raised around work like people that work hard that the the forefront of their life is just working hard and achieving something and just moving on to the next so not staying um, complacent so I'd say I'm privileged with just uh, just that wanting better for yourself just always elevating, always looking for bettering your situation, bettering the situation of people around you. Just that care of not just keeping everything to yourself of what you gain, but always spreading the love. If you spread that good energy and positiveness, yeah. like everyone's going to be on that same wave around yourself. And if you build a community around that good vibes and good energy, then together keep growing sky's the limit yeah i really love that question because a lot of times as i say that say privilege is invisible to those who have it mm. and a lot of times people don't see how they privilege and i think that's a really good question and you give us way more than one so that's really good that not only are you privileged which is a blessing but when you can see them you are more receptive and you are more appreciative as well yeah it's, it's a cool. thing where i've lived like I'd say I'd lived two different lives because I moved over here when I was six. Mm-hmm. So I lived a life in the eastern side of the world in Russia. So I've seen two separate perspectives of life. Mm-hmm. And where I lived compared to where I live now, it's like the quality of life is better here, even though people complain, whatever, whatever. But say when I travel to other places, either in Southeast Asia or I've just been to the Dominican Republic, I'm seeing how deprived people are, but they're still happy. So mm, that kind with of... Less. With less. And that's just made me feel like we've got it really good here and we're still complaining mm. do you know what i mean so it's more a thing where i had to be more grateful for what i've got because we actually got more than what a lot of people don't have or wish they could have perspective of perception halfway through the 1010 podcast how are you feeling <laughs> yeah you got my heart beating yeah <laughs> you're good all right yeah man i'm good man let's good. do this what is a common trait shared by everyone that you have dated <laughs> I knew what he was doing there. Um, a common trait. What a common trait, as in? So let's say you had five girlfriends. Yeah. What is something? A you know a string that went through all of them. Maybe a looks. Maybe they all had a nice smile. Maybe they all had a kind heart. Maybe they all were shaped a certain way. Maybe they all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're all 
They're all shit nice. Um, <laughs> it's more, I'd say culture. Okay. We've got, um, they, they all bring a different kind of cool sense of culture to you, to me, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, like, they make me understand their perception of life, I guess, and, like, how their upbringing is. At the same time, it's like... They're all pretty, innit? <laughs> they're all pretty. They're all they're all good, man. Um, they like like nowadays in at this age anyway. When it comes to dating, they care about stability and they care about the future. So whereas before, I feel like that wasn't at the forefront of most people. It was more about mm. lifestyle, this that goals. I think now the whole concept of goals is to actually build together so everyone that i've dated in the past have always had that um mindset. thought of mindset of building together and actually becoming something as in not just like marriage and that but i'm just saying like building a foundation so yeah. pretty cultured and founded that's not a, that's not a bad not a bad line up there the way you summarized it made sense yeah nice <laughs> what was your best subject in high school um Let's say maybe what was your best at and then what was your favourite? Because they could be different. Yeah. I was best at philosophy and ethics. Okay. Yeah. I was good at uh, my religious studies. My Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, I used to go to church from young. I'm, I'm still um, a believer, but I just stopped going to church. But I feel like with uh, philosophy and ethics, you understood um, human behaviour within religion mm -hmm. and it wasn't just religion it was more like there was psychology involved in it but it's more about the whole us as human beings that we should always focus on the betterment of everyone mm -hmm. so it was more like a thing where i've learned from young about like we said perception and perspective mm -hmm. so i felt like I aced it, A stars in it. I just, oh, okay. I was writing out, I was writing out essays. I knew what I was talking about, even though I thought I was blabbing on about stuff. But I was really engaged in the subject. Um, there was the, there was Sigmund Freud that I was learning about. He was talking about how the betterment of the great. Ugh. So the large, so if you better the larger audience, mm. it's better than just pleasuring the, the oneself mm. or the the minimum audience so you always have to focus on bettering the more the the quantity okay. of people quality and quantity goes in place with his psycho with, with his philosophy but it's more about you have to focus on the bigger picture of helping a wide range of people the human race philosophy i think it's giving you life lessons yeah yeah, yeah tell yeah. us what you're best at yeah is that the same as your favorite no nah. What did you enjoy the most? PE. Yeah? Physical yeah. education. Every day. Getting out there. Getting out there, getting stuck in football, basketball. Yeah. You name it. Tennis. I loved it all, me. I just love sport. I mean, to me, that makes a quite a well-rounded person. Mm. To me, physical and ethical. Again, look, look how just summarising everything on this I podcast. Know, man. I love it's it. You're good, man. <laughs> Dre, what is... <laughs> We're diving into religion here. What is one thing your exes... Oh, honestly, that's quite nice. What is one thing... Your exes probably miss about you. Um, miss about me. Let's keep it PG. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the miss the. It's hard. I can't say lifestyle because that sounds like I'm bragging, but like I, I treat my misses like I will go out to places on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, I'd say showing the finer things of life because I know. 
it's like it's tough for people because some people can't do provide for other people but i feel like for me i always wanted to be a provider i feel like the mr provider in me yeah, that's yeah. what it is just providing for them always showing them new experiences experiences new knowledge as well just okay. the stuff we talk about not could just be generic but it could be like deep stuff mm-hmm. about life finances stuff like See, that for me again that doesn't come right at all because you have to i think this is what a lot of people get misconstrued about men and women how they show love and loyalty women show loyalty by being loyal and mm-hmm. being conservative and being for their man and you know being private men show it by stuff like this we're taking control we're going to make sure you're sorted make sure you're patterned we're going to think about things that are going to invigorate your mindset we're going to show you new things we're going to bring you out of your shell we're going to give you memories for life and that, that's the difference between men and women yeah because that's what it is i feel like with every relationship that you go in you need to set a bar a standard mm-hmm. so you know that if, as long as they like it or if they're surprised by it you already know you've got them in a place where they know it's going to be difficult to find something else because people move on really quickly and people jump from this relationship in our generation especially there you go but if you can show them that perspective of Mm -hmm. i'm going to take you out here we'll fly out here but obviously it comes in line with if you show me your loyalty Mm -hmm. the respect we have that mutual trust and i can see you more than just a girlfriend but as a friend at the same time yeah then I feel like... And you love uh, me for me and all that good stuff. For me, go. all that is is substance because why wouldn't you want to protect something that you love? Why wouldn't you want to, you know, invest in someone that you love? And that's literally what it is. So mm. that's what that's what the ladies right now are just thinking. They're thinking I know. Oh, man. Oh, I missed out, man. I missed nice. the bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the bag. Don't fumble the bag. Don't fumble it. What is an underrated quality you find attractive in a person? In a, just a person or just... Let's go both because a few of them have been, you know, in, in, in relationships and, and let's say as in a, in a person, as a friend and then oh. let's say in a partner. Okay. Let's go Let's go friend or person first. So what's, what's underrated? What's the, underrated. All right, cool. I mean, what's underrated is the nerdy people, the mm. geeks that are very like, they might not, see, they might be socially awkward or mm. whatever, but if... Because I like talking about, not weird stuff, but like you talk about the actual bigger picture. Yeah, not, not the surface level N- stuff. Not the surface level. Talk. That stuff that if they talk about it, other people might be like, oh, hold on, you're weird. So yeah. there's people that I feel like have got a lot of knowledge in finance because I'm always into finance. Mm-hmm. I'm always researching that kind of stuff. And the people that I talk to might not just might not be them people that you might see on a night out or yeah, you yeah. might see just in any social place they're very like closed in people mm-hmm. and they feel socially awkward but at the same time i find it fun talking to them because mm-hmm. they're actually smart the geniuses yeah. if you really think about it so that's one quality the nerdy geeky people depth and yeah the yeah. depth that them people them computer hackers all yeah, of yeah. that stuff the, the big glasses CX workers like that. Yeah, yeah. That kind of image. I'm saying, I, I love it because it's that age old thing. It's quite stereotypical. And it's probably a better way to say it, but it's like, you know, all the nerds get laughed at until your laptop's broken. And it's like, I remember watching like all the Saved by the Bells and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until homework these doing. It's like, now they're the man. Or it's like, back then, they weren't rated. And now these are the CEOs of multi million dollar companies because they they've been. Yeah, so I hear it. The um, Elon Musk's. What what let's go for relationships then? What's an underrated quality that you find attractive? Harder? I find attractive um, 
unex- I would I would say unexpected reassurance. So where like we could just be talking, whatever, yeah. whatever. And it's not a thing where like I'm crazy and I'm asking like who you're talking to or who's on your phone. Mm-hmm. They're like they'll just send me a screenshot or something or, or he's tried to pop up to me just randomly i'm not asking for it we could yeah. just be having a generic conversation they'll just send me that and i'm like i'll tell them you don't have to send me that like yeah i trust you but, but in the back of my head i'm like yeah i like this this is quality yeah and i think you're right i think that it's underrated i think nowadays where people think you can have access to be anything that's why humility is so important it's underrated because it goes over people's heads that in a day and age where you can post whatever you want people are getting you know, glorified for showing off their skin and that's more power to you. And, yeah. and, you know, talking to everyone, you've got access to everyone, but you're actually actively proving that you're just here for me. You're getting a million brownie points. That humility, that humbleness, that knowing that I feel like I can, you can go anywhere in the world and you're going to have my back and respect me, knowing that I'm not getting played behind my back. Massively underrated, massively attractive. Yeah, no, nah, I love it. It's, it's one of them qualities where not many girls actually possess or be real. They can put that out there on social media to the mm-hmm. public that they're like this. But really and truly, when you get to know them, they're not like that. They're mm-hmm. very secretive. No one it's a bit like to be special nowadays is just to is to be basic. And by that, it's just like just the basic qualities of just being traditional, calm, values. traditional chilled, whatever. That's now rare. The, change, the tables have changed a it lot. Has. It used to be looked down upon. It used to be all that city girl stuff, whatever, whatever. But now it's like when you go back to the basics of tradition of, or he's my provider, I'm his protector, whatever, whatever. I'm going to let him know that he's for me and I'm for him each time. Even if he doesn't ask for it, Yeah, that just shows that she's willingly mm-hmm. sub- being submissive to you. So that makes you f- feel more empowered as a man. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. they're thinking, I'm going to do this on... Without any, there's nothing better than someone doing something without being prompted. If you feel like you have to prompt someone to do it, it just takes the whole gusto out. Yeah, so, and yeah. it shows insecurity at the same time. So it's like you want to, I it's, I want to know, but really and truly, it's more like a thing where I want to know something bad to hurt my ego even more because mm. some people do have that. I mean, I've even had that in the past where I just wanted to know, but it was like a thing where I had to change that yeah. side of myself. Do you know what I mean? Fair, fair, fair. fair. It's a final question, man. Are you feeling? You ready to roll? Yeah, my last one, last one. Let's get it. What is one phrase you wish you could ban from everyone's vocabulary? <laughs> oh, there's so many. <laughs> we wiped out like a Spider-Man where everyone just forgets. One, fl- one phrase. God. I've, I've heard it too many times this year. Ski! <laughs> that is the one phrase I've had enough of now. I've oh, she's got it. voted. I'm sure it was Rap Song of the Year. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Rolling Stones. Oh, Rolling wow. Stones nominated her. I mean, listen, like, banging tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a vibe to it. It's a club banger. It's, a, it's club. a banger. But when you... We'll hear it at Novell. Yeah, of course, man. We're going to hear it at Novell. But, but when you talk... when Because I just came back from um on holiday, right? Yeah. And the American females that are there, they're just they're speaking... And then they're like, at the end of a sentence, ski. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I was like... Because that's, re- that's not really over here. No, you it's not over here. Ah, so, so that's I'm, part of normal vocab. And I feel like we take a lot of influence from America. So it might so be coming. It's going to be coming oh, here. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying, hey, you having a good night? Yeah, we're with my girl, ski. The, this is what I'm saying. This Pardon? is what I'm saying. Like, it used to be that period. I don't mind. Yeah, 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 period yeah. is all right. And that's but, on period. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. But <laughs> if you say ski, nah. And I, I, I listen, city girl, that ratchet girl thing, he looks like you're having a great time, all good. 
But again, if I'm we're looking to settle down and that, and then you're coming up with hella skis lock that off, where lock we're that out off. for a nice fancy meal, that's you, not you necessarily the most attractive. So ski is out. No more, please. In please. the club, cool. In generic conversation, no. allow it. Please, girls, don't do it. Ski, ski. <laughs> ten questions up, ten questions down. You absolutely smashed it on the Ten Ten Podcast. Yeah, How are you feeling? How was it? I can't lie. I've been put on a pressure point. It's been a, it's like a hot seat. So. You smashed it up. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I feel like <laughs> I've um, I didn't have the right words for some things, but I just came up with it. But nah, I'm happy with the questions. Yeah, I'm That's happy with my answers one. as well. I'm I'm happy that you're here. Yeah. Uh, this camera. Let the people know who you are, what you've got going on, your socials. Yeah, my name is Dre. I'm from Leeds. Follow me at dre.lds. Um, I run an events company, members only, Novel VIP. We've got an event coming on the 31st of December for New Year's, Engala Chapter 4. I hope to see you there. And the 10K Club's going to be there as well. You know what we're saying? Top tier night, top tier life. Follow my clothing line, Chopper Tire, on Instagram. And yeah, man, hopefully you're going to hear more from me. Love that. Jeez. <laughs> well done. Wait, you might have to cut that off at the end. I tried to fist bump you and you aired me. <laughs> Oh no 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 yeah but, but, but we're still now. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wind up I did that at the end oh sorry 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 I did not mean.